G'day, everybody, and welcome to We'll Never Be Royals, the podcast where we talk about royal scandal. I'm Rossi, and that's LK. Hey, mate. How's your shit? Yeah, same as always, just kicking it in Chi-Town. Yeah, um, just kicking it in Melbourne. I think we should remind our listeners, if they've forgotten or they don't know this, that we record this podcast remotely and I am in Melbourne, Australia, and you are in Chicago, Illinois, America. Yeah, and I think we should get extra credit for figuring out the remote recording thing way before the pandemic hit. Like, we've been doing this for ages. Yeah, we've been doing it long before it was cool and long before everyone flooded these platforms and made it a little bit more difficult for us in terms of speed and quality. Thanks very much, guys. Yeah, fuck them. We've been doing this actually since before Megxit. Yeah. That's how long we've been doing this. Um, speaking of Megxit, got any royal news? Well, I'm currently looking at my browser, which is set up to archwell.com because three hours ago, Harry and Meghan officially launched their foundation website. Oh my God, you're all over this. Well, I thought it was going to be amazing, but actually it's just a screen that has the definition of Archwell and then you can enter your email address to join their mailing list, which I've done. And there's nothing else for me to do on this website. Oh, that's annoying. Did you get a confirmation email? I'll stand by actually. Look, I bloody didn't. It was more interesting that time someone hijacked the website and put um, Gold Digger on there. Remember that? Yeah, that was great. That was so good. But it is, there isn't a a contact address in LA, so that's interesting. And uh, yeah, you know, you know, uh, I've got nothing else to say. I'm just, there's just one screen on this thing. I'm super impressed that you knew that launch was today. How do you, you don't need to reveal your sources, but how do you know that? Um, I'm very good at a Google alert. Are you part of your Google alert yourself? Look, this is actually part of my royal news because for a week my Google alerts have been telling me, my Meghan Markle Google alert, that she now, Meghan now has a gold Cartier watch that used to belong to Diana. But that's literally, it's been coming through my Google alerts every day and it's the most interesting thing this week. Well, she did wear it in that photo recently. Yeah. Like, I'm sure she's got heaps of hand-me-downs. Like, do is it, do we really care about that? I mean, when we have nothing else to care about except the downfall of the human species, I guess we do. Um, any other royal news? Um, look, uh, the Queen wore a tiara that someone gave to her once. There's a new Philip, a photo of Philip. Like, it's, I don't, maybe we need to jazz up this segment and, like, we have to sing you the royal news from now on just to make it interesting because... Nothing is happening. Though, I say that, but we did miss Fergie's birthday the other day. I did do an Instagram post and then I was going to text you and I forgot about it and I thought, oh, she'll know it's Fergie's birthday. Yeah, and I did and I forgot to acknowledge it. She's still batshit crazy. That Instagram account's always good for a laugh and she's about to be a grandmother. So I guess that's exciting, but nothing's going to pop there for a few more months. Mm. Apparently, Andrew cracked the shits at the Queen because about... Beatrice and Eugenie not being proper royals. Mm, yeah. Because there was some documentary in the UK and it, it was about, you know, are they spoiled princesses? And one of them did a gap year, which is fine, but it cost the English taxpayer half a million dollars. Ooh. Sorry, half a million pounds for her to have private security while she did a gap year. And Andrew's like, well, you know, they should have it because 
they're not proper royals, they don't get anything. Oh, that's sticky. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The question should be, does she need private security? And then the question should be, who's going to pay for it? She would need private security, for sure. Yeah. But Andrew should have paid for it. Yeah, Andrew's a real piece of shit. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Having said that, our Prince Andrew ep is still our most listened ep, everybody. (laughs) So thank you, Andrew. Also, I was just telling Billy, we can cut this out of the pod, I had a dream that Patrick Dangerfield, who plays for Geelong, I was married to him and it was grand final day and something happened to me and he left the grand final to come and save me. Oh, that's so great. Isn't it? Oh, I love him. Yeah, he's he's a good bloke. Yeah, I bet he is. <laughs> Mate, you're having dreams about the footy. I know, it's it's bleak here. Okay, okay, this week we are going to the kingdom of Swaziland. Yes, I love this. Where is Swaziland again? I knew you were going to ask me this. (laughs) Uh, It's actually been renamed Eswatini and it is in southern Africa. It's kind of east of Johannesburg and it's a landlocked state which I've just learnt means that there are no coasts in (laughs) the country. Yeah, yeah. Did you know that? I mean, what else would that mean? Yeah, I know. But it's (laughs) also the largest landlocked state in the world is Kazakhstan. Really? Yeah. And then I got to thinking about what that means in terms of property prices within a country because there's no coasts. So the property prices must be pretty even. Yeah, I guess. And I I reckon all those places too generally have a lot of tension with their neighbours because there's no escape from the neighbour. Like there's no border that someone else also doesn't have a bid of. Mm. Mm. Yeah. If you know about house prices in Swaziland. Okay, so the the kingdom of Swaziland is also known as House of Dlamini. Okay. Apologies in advance for everything I'm going to say wrong today. I was just going to say your pronunciation to this point has been great. Have, have you been coached? I mean, not that I know that it's great. You just sound confident. Well, Eswatini is correct. I know that. Don't know about anything else. Okay. How do you know that it's correct? Uh, because Wikipedia kindly wrote it phonetically. Oh, good on them. Donate to Wikipedia, everybody. So the this is the Zulu kingdom. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Hang on. Wait. This is not the Zulu Kingdom, so it's different. Is the Zulu Kingdom in the other landlocked state, which is like Lesotho or something? I think so. I did have a quick look at them and I secretly wish I had done them because there was a lot more information. Yeah, yeah. And one more question. Is either one of Swaziland or Lesotho the place that Eddie Murphy is the prince of in Coming to America, that movie? I will try and dodge this question again because I don't know the answer to that. Right, perfect. (laughs) So the this kingdom in Swaziland dates back to 1745 when the king's name was Chief Dlamini, which is why they call it House of Dlamini. Got it, got it, got it. I like that. Keep it tight. Mm-hmm. Um, the current monarch is Muswati the Third. Okay, son of Muswati the Second. Yes, presumably. Yeah. He also has another royal name, which I'm not going to 
I'm not going to attempt. It's it's too tricky for me. Sure. Has it got like those um, weird um, noises in it? You know how some places in Africa do that? Um, seriously, their alphabet has those clicky noises. You know what I mean. I think that might be the Zulus. I don't know. I'm just trying not to be, you know, inconsiderate or racist. <laughs> yeah, good call. Great call. So King Maswati was handed down the crown on his 18th birthday. Oh, Jesus. Drink I know. And be king. Right. And he became, at that point, this was in 1986, and he became the world's youngest king. Yeah, because I can't really get any younger than that. No, no. And so <laughs> this family, this royal family, they don't believe in monogamy. Oh. So <laughs> his father was king for 82 years, which was the world's longest reign. And during that time, he had 125 wives. Whoa, bro. As if you could even remember all their names. <laughs> right? It's like watching The Bachelor, but like times them by four. Like, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. add four times as many contestants. Yep. And marry all of them. Mm-hmm. Like if you did that one night policy where you have a different wife every night, you like you'd only see, you wouldn't even see them three times a year. Oh, that'd be so fun, would it? I think so because you'd probably have other people around that you like have long term relationships with. It's just that you don't have to shag them. You just get to shag someone new and interesting every night. I don't know how fun that sounds to me now that I'm nearly thirty five. I think that sounds horrible having to shag different people. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I need to, yeah, I'll just I'll just let it simmer in my brain and report back. Okay, okay. I'm not going to try it. Okay, back to um, this kingdom of wives. So the current monarch, Maswati, his mother was one of the younger wives of his dad. So I don't know how he got to be heir because he has lots of brothers and he would have be a younger child. So I don't know how that worked. Mm-hmm. Can you pick your favourite and they get to be the king? I don't know. I mean, that's probably the most efficient, right? Or you just like, I don't know, lock them in a room and the last one's standing at the end of it? Yeah, yeah. Like there must be some epic, you know, when you're trying to pick your best man and you don't know and you make them do games? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like that. <laughs> so, and Maswati, he, because he's been king since 1986, he currently has 15 wives and 23 kids. Jesus. How many kids did his dad have if his dad had 100 plus wives? I don't know. I knew you were going to ask me that. I don't know. They didn't have, Wikipedia didn't tell me. Yeah, they like to keep it chill in Swaziland. I just can't imagine it. Like, I need a a reality show about this to get it. Well, then um, I was thinking about because we're, we're about to get to the, some bad stuff, okay. um, but because he is a royal, he you know he does international engagements, and every time he just takes a different wife. Yeah, right. Oh. So imagine if you were one of the other monarchs, so you're the bloody king of Sweden, and you're like, oh, I don't want to get her name wrong. Which one's this? <laughs> Yeah, but does he only take the really hot ones out in public? Yeah, I think so. When whenever he's pictured with one, they're um, they're very attractive and mm. very young. Okay, let's get into the bad stuff. Okay. So, 2012, King Maswati he rocked up to 
Biz's Diamond Jubilee lunch, the oh. Monarch's lunch. Yep. Um, and it caused a bit of controversy because he does bad things. Oh, to like in a human rights way? Yeah. Oh. I've got a list here. This is all the bad things that goes on in Swaziland, including but not limited to alleged human rights violations, using torture and excessive force to control the masses, blatant discrimination, uh, killings along with arbitrary arrest, detentions and unwarranted searches and seizures of home and property, restrictions of freedom of speech, harassing activists activists and journalists and targets the LGBT community, labour leaders, activists against child labour and other groups. Oh, well, I mean, what else is there to do that's bad? <laughs> no, it's just like all the bad things you can think of, pop them on this list. Ugh. I hate him. But Swaziland does have a prime minister, um, but old mate um, is vested with virtually all powers of the state, so he can do whatever he likes. Mm. I wouldn't want to be that prime minister. That sounds like a shit job. Yeah, it really does. Mm. And so he just gets to be king until he picks an 18-year-old kid? Yep. Well, that's probably why he got it right, because his dad was ready to have a sit down when he was of age. Maybe. Yeah, probably actually. Maybe that's, you're right, maybe that's how it did come about. Mm, which doesn't seem like a great way to do it, but what do I know? No. So just on on bad things that happen. Oh, there's more. More bad things. Mm. He's one of those kings that steals all the money. Oh, uh, yeah. Is it in like Luxembourg or some shit? Oh, uh, I don't know about that. Maybe. But so get this, in the 2014 national budget, Parliament allocated 61 million US dollars to the king. Quite a lot. Yeah, annual household budget. I mean, he does have a lot of wives, so. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> but that's more than a million dollars a wife at this point. That's enough. That's more than Yeah, it, yeah it's crazy. Um, and also considering that 63% of Swazis live on less than $1.25 a day. Mm, so 61 mil US yep. is um, a lot. It's outrageous. Yeah, and then in 2009 he was on the Forbes list of world's richest, oh, 15 richest royals. Oh, fuck this. That's- yeah, and he's reportedly worth 200 million US dollars. Wow. Does he live in Swaziland or does he live in like Switzerland or some shit? Nah, he lives in Swaziland and um, he loves a, a luxury car and he's got this some Chrysler that's worth half a million US dollars mm. and someone took a photo of it and then since then he's banned all photography of his vehicles. That's the way to do it. If someone does something you don't like, you just ban them from ever doing it ever again. Ever again, yep. yep. I hate this guy. <laughs> he's such a dick. And then, okay, I've got one more bad thing that he did. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's lots more bad things that he does, but this is of note. Um, so he also has a bit of a reputation for um, those 15 wives he's got. Um, he kidnaps them. Oh. Yeah. So he's, you know, he doesn't stick to traditional methods like going on Tinder. <laughs> he kidnaps them. I just remember before when I said I was okay with the whole arrangement if everyone was into it. Everyone's not into it, so therefore I'm not okay. I'll, I'll tell you about one instance where he kidnapped a wife. I don't know if there are others, but I'm sure there are. Mm. Um, so in 2002, this girl named Zena, 
She's 18 years old and she's at high school and she was kidnapped from her school. Um, So her mum called the police to say she's been kidnapped and they say, sorry, babes, she's been picked up by the king and she's going to be his next wife. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, my God. And then she just had to have all these king babies. Yeah, well, the mum thought there's a bit of a loophole here because the criteria of being uh, the king's wife states that you can't be a twin and Xena um, is uh, part of a brother-sister twin set, so she should be ruled out. Why can't you be a twin? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the reasoning for any of this. Yeah, but you should be ruled out. Right. Um, but the, So the case went to the High Court and Amnesty International got involved, but she has since had two kids to him and she officially became his wife in 2010. Oh, my God. Someone call Netflix and get the exclusive on that because I want to watch that doc, you know? I know, right? That's It's just outrageous. Maybe she's got like Stockholm Syndrome or something. Mm-hmm. Where she... Yeah, you'd almost have to, I reckon, to just to yeah. do it. Um, the only mildly kind of maybe good thing is that um, old mate Maswati got the Rona in oh, April of 2020. Wow, 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 wow. Yeah, but the um, palace refuted the claims and said it was fake news and then later that Arvo they went to harass the journalist who broke the story so okay it's weird to think that there's the Rona in Swaziland you know? right yeah I mean it is because it's you know a landlocked country it's very mm-hmm. close to South Africa so hmm. wow well that was um I don't like that man I know he's horrible that's why I wish I'd done the Zulu kingdom I hope they're nicer yeah I'm probably gonna call dibs on them though Yeah, you would do that. Yeah, I would. Well done, mate. That was very um, informative and uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, uh, disturbing? Disturbing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that is it for Swaziland slash Eswatini. Well done. And um, if anyone's listening from Swaziland, we'd love to hear from you. If you uh, need help staging some sort of monarchy coup, uh, we... Uh, I don't want to say that we'd help because I think that could get us in prison somewhere, but our thoughts are with you. I was like, mate, how the fuck can we help? I can't even leave my house yet. I'm still in this bloody Melbourne lockdown. You offering to help people in Swaziland. Bloody hell. (laughs) Sorry. Okay, we're not helping anyone do anything. We're just here for our own egos. This podcast is what it is. Sorry. Thanks for listening. Bye. See you. Is he all of a sudden? <laughs> G'day, LK. Hey, girl. How are you travelling? I'm a bit bored in ISO. I'm thinking of shaving off my eyebrows and starting again. Same. Except I have really good eyebrows. You know what we should do? What, mate? We should both shave our eyebrows and see whose will grow back the quickest. What a ripper idea. But we've already got our hands full with the pod, the Facebook, the Instagram and the website, alkaneandrossi.com. Yeah, okay. How about we start a new social media platform of our very own? We'll call it Rossigram. Righto, mate. Let's whack it on the Trello board. Actually, I've got to go shave my eyebrows. See you all of a sudden.